Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and cats of all ages, welcome to the penultimate episode of this season's Brainiac Flash. My name is Dodd, you're in the middle, or near the end, of season 3D, where the D stands for dudes, because we got all dudes in this episode, two of them, to be exact. They're hanging out on the same coast, I am on the west coast, they are on the east coast. And we're going to meet them right now, starting with player number one. That is my roommate. It is Jordan. He <laughs> is hanging out in North Carolina. Jordan, how are you? Pretty good. Tell us more about yourself. Um, well, uh, <laughs> just put me on the spot. Um, yeah, I'm out in L.A. trying to start a couple projects, trying to um, uh, do a documentary uh I guess a mini series called Wanderlust, um, and then trying to do a few short films and you know a couple of other things as well. So awesome! Is there yeah. a place where people can go to check out the Wanderlust? Um, if you go to Kickstarter.com and you look up Wanderlust, you can find our page. It is under the documentary section. Um, and then also, I can make a plug for uh, Future Space Cadets, which is my comedy troupe. So futurespacecadets.com or YouTube. Uh, our YouTube channel is Future Space Cadets as well. And because we're so nice, we're going to have links to all of that good stuff on our website. And you didn't have to pay anything except for rent. <laughs> it says here that you were homeschooled from 2nd till 7th grade. Yep, I was homeschooled. I uh, did it kicking and screaming. I didn't like it at all. I wanted to be in school. Uh, I'm extremely extroverted, so... It was very lonely. <laughs> As a person who has never done homeschooling before, I'm, I'm actually a bit interested as to what, what's that like? I mean, what does one have to do in order to be certified to do that? Do you even have to be certified? To... Uh, it depends on the state. In Florida, I don't think you have to be. But my mom uh, had a degree in ed uh, elementary education anyway, so she was a teacher already. Um, so, I mean, it was a little bit different. And... Obviously, in retrospect, I'm a little bit happy that it ended up happening because I think it, um, it definitely informed who I am. So I can't complain about that. But, right. but at the time, I didn't like it. No shame in your game, man. It's yeah. good to have you. It's great to have you here with us. We also have Brendan. What up, Stad? What up, my homes? It is so good to have you, man. It's, it's so good great. to hear you. It's good to hear from you, brother. Yeah. How you doing? I got one question. Is this like Family Feud? Are you like Richard Dawkins? Because I, did you pop a mint before I have to kiss you before we go on with this? <laughs> you know you like it raw. I I do. I just want a little bit of spice in my life every once in a while. That's all. <laughs> you know, they call me nutmeg. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no one calls you nutmeg. <laughs> no one calls me that. <laughs> uh, Brendan is hanging out in the beautiful state of Massachusetts. True story, true story. True story. What is your story, buddy? Tell us more about yourself. Well, uh, like I said, I went to high school with Stodd when he was just, when he first came to the the former Newton North High School. True now, that. Now, like, somebody's football field or something. You, you should have seen how quickly they cleared it out. Really? Uh, um, yeah, it's down. It's leveled. It's gone. Um and yeah, you know, I work as a fencing coach, and I am an aspiring playwright who recently had his first full-length show produced this past September. Congratulations so that on that! Thank you. Very thank nice. You, thank you. Thank you. 
I knew that about you about fencing. And fencing yes. is one of those sports that I don't know much about. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest. I, I know it has something to do with long swords. Uh, not really. The long, well, long sword is what you traditionally. I think actually, here's the thing. I am. There is a big split between the sport fencing world and the people who go to Renaissance fairs. So as a youngster, I almost pointedly didn't li- because the people who go to Renaissance fairs makes the sport fencing world look a little dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I pointedly didn't learn anything about like what this kind of sword is. The beyond a long sword is presumably long, but it's very different. The weapons aren't the weapons aren't sharp. They're not even made to look like something that would that you would use in um you know if you are in the service of King Arthur or something. Right. Um, but they're built. They're very light. They're made of very light steel. Um, a lot of the large portion of the weapon is plastic, so to be ready for competition uses. Yeah. Okay. So there's nothing like you'd expect. It's not a bunch of French guys, you know, with a glass of wine in their offhand, like big ass handlebar mustaches saying, en garde and touche. I can't do a French accent for shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But that's what what people expect. And then they go to a competition like, I don't know what's going on. How long have you been doing it for? I have been fencing since I was in second grade, but I started competing when I was a sophomore. Okay. All right. I see here that you are the only person in this world that I know of uh-huh. that has a degree both at Brandeis and the University of Mississippi. Yeah, it's not it's not what you'd consider a traditional academic uh, path coming from a culturally Jewish institution and then going to, you know, the University of Mississippi where they had to, in the 1960s, they had to call in the National Guard to allow black people to go to school there. What uh, did you get your degrees in? I got my degree in Brandeis from poli- uh, in politics, or what people normally call political science, but Brandeis is a little pretentious and called it. It's not a science. Uh, um, and I got a degree in higher education administration from the University of Mississippi. Okay. Very cool. Well, I am proud of you, sir. Thank you, Sal. I'm proud of you, too. This is wonderful. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited to have the both of you here. And... Yeah, so let's get started by first explaining the rules. Let's do this. Here's how it works, everybody. They're going to get 15 questions and have two minutes to answer them all, with one point going to them for every right answer. They're not going to get penalized for a wrong answer because we don't like doing that. So we encourage them to guess as many times as they want until they get it right or they decide to pass. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game is going to be the winner. Flashback, still in play, call it out. We'll go back and revisit the question of your choice that you passed to see if you can get it right a second time around. Flawless Flash Jackpot, still in play. Just get a perfect score. We'll give you some cash. It's that simple. Oh, yes. Yeah, don't don't forget. We're still climbing on that. It is pretty huge. It's so huge I've lost count. And I just figure as soon as someone gets 15, I'll go back and figure out how much money they're supposed to get. (laughs) The hope is that by that point, we'll have sponsors so it doesn't have to come out of my pocket. There you go. (laughs) So let's get going with the game. Prior to the taping of this show, we asked them if they could change one body part of theirs and make it bionic for any reason. Which body part would they choose? Jordan went with the left arm. Yep. Very specific. Mm-hmm. What's your reasoning? 
Well, my right arm's already pretty good, and if I had to upgrade something, it might as well be my left arm. There you go. So. I'm going to leave the jokes to yourself and go straight to <laughs> Brendan's answer, <laughs> which is nose. Yes, it was in fact my nose. Yeah, and you had a very good reason for it, too. I have a horrific sense of smell. Um, actually, when I was at Ole Miss, I worked as a resident salt director, and whenever I thought I smelled marijuana, I had to call my RAs to double-check just to be sure I wasn't actually smelling something. So I think having a bionic nose would actually be good. I could actually stop to smell the flowers every once in a while and actually smell the flowers. But would it look bionic? You know, I'm kind of ugly to begin with, so really it sticks in one hand, <laughs> half a dozen in the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh well uh, we were we were talking about this in the office prior to the show began and we came to the conclusion that since getting a bionic nose would be pretty sweet and you could beef up your left arm simply by using it once in a while yeah <laughs> say once every night before you go to bed or something like that something, something of that nature oh god Brendan you get to decide whether you want to go first or second. I will go second. Okay. All right. Jordan's going first. Brendan okay. is going second. That means, Peace. Brendan, you are going into our isolation booth. Is it a which... glass of emotion? Uh, no, actually, our isolation booth today is a tanning booth. Stan, you know how pale I am. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some kind of terrible skin cancer because I'm waiting in this isolation booth. I should have gone first. We're we're just trying to help you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't go from out. Casper to Jersey Shore. I go from Casper to you know roast beef. Roast mm. beef's delicious. <laughs> Whatever you say, <laughs> nutmeg. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we will talk to you in a little bit. Alrighty. All right. Brendan, right now is in isolation. You can't see or hear anything that's going on right now. It is Jordan and me. Jordan, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. I'm excited. Jordan, let's pick a number between 1 and 15. Let's go with 3. Okay. Two minutes are going on the clock. They're going to start when I'm done with the first question. You ready? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. In boxing, a 142-pound man would be in which weight class division? Go. What is welterweight? Yes, if, welterweight? You if you sweeped a first round Jeopardy category, how much money did you earn? Uh, 2,000? 1,500? Um, 3,000. Correct. What is the largest city in Iowa by population? Um, pass. Harpo Productions is a production company of what celebrity? Bruh. Yes, name three of the five stages of grief. Um, denial, um, Forgiveness, um, accepting, um, pain, sorrow, uh, uh, den denial, acceptance, um, sadness, uh, past. Who is the author of the 1914 novel Tarzan of the Apes? You got him in the 10. Past. What year did FDR's second term in office officially start? Uh, FDR, uh, 19, 1920, 1922, uh, pass. What sports figure said, quote, you observe a lot just by watching? Uh, Yogi Berra? Yes. What war saw the Battle of Bunker Hill? 
uh, the Civil War, uh, World War One, the War for Independence, um, the French and Indian War, the uh, past. Finish the TV lyrics. Sunny day, sweeping the clouds away. Yes. What is the highest mountain in Africa? Mount Kilimanjaro. Correct. A worm can be traditionally found at the bottom of what beverage? 20 seconds. Tequila. Tequila. A, a worm can be found at the bottom of... 10 seconds. Okay. What singer was born? Sherilyn Sarkeesian. Cher. Yes. What do you Time. All right, uh, we're going to go and take a look at what you missed. But before we do that, judges were listening in to your responses. And for one of the questions, what war saw the Battle of Bunker Hill? We were looking for the American Revolutionary War. You gave us the American War of Independence, yep. which is also an acceptable answer. Therefore, you're going to get credit for that answer. Cool. Okay, so do not worry about that, young man. Let's go back and take a look at what you actually did get wrong. <laughs> okay. The largest city in Iowa by population also happens to be its capital, is Des Moines. Ah. Uh, did not know that. Five stages of grief. You got denial and you got acceptance. You got the first and the last. Couldn't Anger, think of anything else. Bargaining, depression. Ah. <sighs> Depression. I said Depression. sadness. Dang it. I knew oh, you were man. trying to figure out that word. Depression is yeah. what we were looking for. The author of Tarzan of the Eights is Edgar Rice Burroughs. Had no idea about that one. FDR's second term in office began in 1937. Ah, terribly off. <laughs> it is commonly believed that a worm can be found at the bottom of tequila. But in actuality, it is mezcal. Ah. Uh, yes. We did right. a lot of research for that question. All right. Mezcal is the correct answer. It is not tequila, so I could not give you credit for that. However, All right. Fair enough. I can give you credit by saying, good sir, nice round. How do you feel? Uh, I'm a little bit disappointed. I wanted to do better. Really? Yeah. I do felt like I could have gotten a couple more. Do but. you think this will hold up against Brendan? I don't know. I mean, Brandeis is a pretty heavy-hitting school, and and then he has a master's degree, so he's not a dumb guy. So I would imagine he'd do pretty good himself. So I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous. Can't say I'm too comfortable. Hey, well, that's how the game works, and we're about to find out if your fears are truly warranted. <laughs> Let's get Brendan back out of the booth, and we'll switch it up. Okay. Howdy. Hey, how are you? Good. How'd it go, Jordan? It's pretty good. It's a little bit hard, but <laughs> pretty All right. good. Are you ready to switch it up, guys? Let's do it. Let's do this. Jordan, it is your turn in the isolation booth. Damn All right. You could use a little sun, so. Yep. Head on in there, and we will talk to you in a little bit. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Jordan currently is in the isolation booth. He can't see or hear anything that's going on. It is Brendan and me. What up? What up? 
Oh, man. Okay. Now, we have been trying to get you on for a little while. We went back and forth for a little bit, but you're finally here. Sweet. So this is going to be great. I'm I'm excited, too. You're going to do well. Um, Thank you for your faith in me, Nostabi. I appreciate it. Well, I have to have faith. (laughs) I'd be a dick. Somebody has to. This guy sure as hell don't. Nah, you're not going to do well. Screw that. (laughs) I'd be terrible. Game over, man. All right. Let's choose a number between 1 and 15. Seven. Cool. Two minutes to go on a clock. Not going to start until I'm done reading the first question. Brendan, are you ready? Si, senor. Ah, me gusta. Let's start with this one. <laughs> okay. Name three of the five stages of grief. Go. Denial, anger, acceptance. Yes. Who is the author of the 1914 novel Tarzan of the Apes? Pass. What year did FDR's second term in office officially start? 36? Oh, no, 37. Right. What sports figure said, quote, you observe a lot just by watching? Yogi Berra. Yes. Who's, what war saw the Battle of Bunker Hill? The American Revolutionary War. Correct. Finish the TV lyric. Sunny day sweeping the... Clouds away. Yes. What is the highest mountain in Africa? Mount Kilimanjaro. Correct. A worm can be traditionally found at the bottom of what beverage? Tequila. A worm? Tequila? Pass. What singer was born Sherilyn Sarkeesian? Cher. Yes. What do you call words that sound the same but are spelt differently and have different meanings? Homonym. A what? Homonym? No. Um. I'm a phone? Yes. Uh, what oh, do okay. you call a bangy- baby kangaroo? A kid. A Joey, excuse me. A right, Joey. in boxing, a 142-pound man would be in which weight class division? 43 Featherweight. seconds. Featherweight? Welterweight. Right, if you sweeped a round one Jeopardy category, how much money did you just earn? Pass. What is the largest city in Iowa by population? Des Moines. Yes, I- Harpo Productions is a production company of what celebrity? Oh, um, Oprah. Yes! No, Oprah. Oh, That's it! Oprah. That's it. We're done. Sweet. Nice job. Thank you. Let's go back and take a look. Tarzan the Apes, written by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have gotten that, but all right. Everyone thinks that worms can be found at the bottom of tequila. We did a lot of research. It is mezcal, not tequila. Oh, okay. All right. You're right. You're right. And if you sweep to round one Jeopardy category, it's 200 plus 400 plus 600 plus 800 plus 1,000. That makes three grand. Yeah, I just didn't want to do math. <laughs> I figured it's <as> such. <laughs> <laughs> but that, my friend, is it. That's all we got. Awesome. How you feeling? Um, I have no idea because I thought some of those were easy. I thought some of those were hard. So I don't know where Jordan's at. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you think it's going to hold up? My score? I yeah. hope so. Okay. I'd be I'd be a little upset if what is it twelve eleven? How many did I get right? I don't even know. Oh, we'll find out. Oh, okay. But it would be pretty because yeah, like I said, I don't want to do math, so I don't want to go back and count how many I actually did. <laughs> That's why we do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Well, then what we're gonna do is get Jordan out of the booth, and we will assess the damage, as they say. Wait.
Hello. Hello. Hi, Hello. Jordan. Uh, how are you? Pretty good. Good. Got a nice tan. Say pretty what? Good. I have a nice tan. Oh, nice. I'll take it. Yeah, you guys almost look like me. Yeah. <laughs> almost. They said it on high. <laughs> we have taken all the responses, put them in the supercomputer. It has finally produced a result, and I can now tell y'all how you did. Oh, Sweet. man. Jordan, you sound very nervous. I am. I'm not confident in my performance. Like, I would say that your face is red, but it's been so tanned up, I can't tell. Uh, yeah, it looks good. Very nice and tan. We're actually going to start with you. Okay. Okay. That means I lost. No, you actually have eight. Okay, it's not as bad as I thought. I don't think Brendan. it's good enough. Though. We'll see. Brendan's tied a record. <sighs> he has 12. The winner uh, of this episode of Brainiac Clash is Brendan. What up? Very uh, nicely done. Brendan, you're the winner. You are the big winner. That must feel good. It is speech time, my friend. You know speech what to do. Speech time. Yeah, you get I, to say thank whoever you want. You get to say what I want. Do it. I'd like to uh I'd like to thank Nostadly Safe Floor for inviting me on Brainiac Flash 3D. It was wonderful. I'd like to thank the Dalai Lama for having a funny name but still being an inspiration. Because speaking of someone who has a hyphenated last name and whose last initials are DP, you can fill in the blanks there. It's nice to know that there's somebody out there who can make a difference in the world with a funny name. So that's it. I'm good. Everybody else, like, I can thank my parents, but they didn't help me with this at all. So y'all have a good night. <laughs> oh, God. Um. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Real classy. Real classy. <laughs> Do you want me not? All right, I will go. No, 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 no. It's great. It's great. I, <laughs> it's a damn inspiration, Scott. The man is, he is a peaceful man. He lives through love. And his name sounds like an like a pack animal. That's an inspiration right there. Like the difference between the Dalai Lama leading through peace and love and Martin Luther King leading through peace and love. The only difference is that Martin Luther King has King in his name. See, there you go. See, it's even more difficult. Now, let's let's put aside the fact that the Chinese government wants to kill him. Okay. This is going off the rails. This is going far too off the rails. <laughs> We just got all serious. Jordan has been crying for about a minute. <laughs> I'm reliving the shame of defeat over and over and over in my head. No, no, no. You're reliving the shame of defeat to losing the guy who's making a long, complicated Dalai Lama joke that isn't even really that funny. Uh, it was a joke. <laughs> oh, Lord. Guys, thank you so much, Jordan and Brendan, for coming in and playing the game today. Thank you, Stad. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. And for the rest of you, if you want to learn more about our game, go online to our website, BrainiacLabs.television. Short. If you shorten that out, it's TV. BrainiacLabs.tv. Don't go to BrainiacLabs.television because I don't think that's an actual website. You can also go to Facebook.com slash BrainiacGame or follow us on Twitter, BrainiacGame. It's all one word. Find us on iTunes, Brainiac Labs. We're always putting stuff up there. And Jordan, one last time. People want to learn more about your uh, new documentary series and 
your improv troupe, where can they go? Okay. So for Future Space Cadets comedy is youtube.com slash futurespacecadets or futurespacecadets.com. And for the uh, Wanderlust project, you can look us up on kickstarter.com and just search for Wanderlust. That is it for our regular season episodes of Brainiac Flash, our season finale. It's coming up next week. You're going to love it. We're going to bring back the top performers from this season. They're going to battle it out for the title of Best of the Best of Season 3D. And you can bet your bippy that Brendan here will be one of them. So tune into that episode. It's going to be great. It's going to be a fantastic way to end the season. As always, my name is Todd. Thanks so much for listening. And we will be back in a flash. Peace.